Welcome to the ECG podcast, a show where some East Coast buddies who have never met in person gather remotely once a week to hang out and talk about our love of video games and other shared interests. For this week of April 16th, 2021, I am joined by Mr. George Arevalo. What up, what up? Miami, Florida, of course. Zach Cassell from Boston, Massachusetts. Patriots are restacked and ready to go. Last but not least, we got Mr. Adam Gumbert from Lexington, Kentucky. Hello. I'm not going to say any nonsense in my <laughs> intro. <laughs> On today's show, we are going to be doing a little bit of friendly catch up, diving into our impressions of Godzilla versus Kong, It Takes Two, and Outriders. So you may have noticed we didn't have uh, shows for a couple of weeks. I was in Costa Rica and everyone else was arresting and recovering from their various homes. So we're back uh, this week. I had a really, really nice vacation in Costa Rica. It's an amazing country with some of the best scenery I've ever seen and some of the nicest people. I mean, just top to bottom everywhere we went. Really, 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 really cool stuff. Did some hiking, some zip lining and ate a lot of really good food. I got to tell you on paper, I was not expecting the, uh, you know, uh, breakfast, uh, like the Costa Rican breakfast, uh, the typical breakfast, they call it the uh, desayuno tipico uh, to be very good. And it was outstanding. So it's, uh, I almost called it pico de gallo, but it's uh, pico, uh, I'm gonna like have a brain fart. What'd you say? My wife's shouting. What is it? Pinto gallo, thank you. So it's basically rice and beans that are. It's seen. gallo pinto, gallo pinto. It's the gallo. other way around. <clears throat> no, on the menus it says pinto gallo. I don't know, like if that's that's like for the a, Americans. Yeah, yeah, that's probably for you guys. But yeah, maybe, it's, maybe. It's, gallo, it's gallo pinto. Gallo pinto, uh, yeah. really good though. It's like <laughs> it's really well seasoned rice and beans. Uh, they do a couple slices of queso fresco. You get some tortilla wraps and then eggs any way you like uh along with some grilled plantains really 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 good man um, so almost every single day <laughs> that's what we had for breakfast i'm not much of a breakfast guy but uh couldn't get enough for a while got to see the uh the rainforest the mountains and the beach so a lot of different varieties there and uh of course lots of sloth which just was the best sloths are the coolest most adorable animals and uh we got very very lucky a couple of times and saw them pretty up close actually really up close um our one of our last days there in uh capos which is like a little uh fishing town on uh, the coast uh there was a baby sloth like literally outside of our our room um door so it was really really cool uh has anybody here been to costa rica or eyeballing costa rica out of curiosity would you go nah, nah man but those pictures looked really cool i saw the ones marianne posted of the sloth chilling outside you, you guys' room. That's pretty awesome. Yeah. More pictures to come on Facebook for sure. Do you guys feed it? Probably no, not. no. It's a big no-no to feed the any wildlife down there. Although I will say like uh, one morning for breakfast. So like monkeys there will definitely steal your shit. They're super smart. <laughs> um, they were like, uh, they planned like a little heist and they stole a bunch of like sugar packets and shit off of uh, one of the breakfast tables. Like they just like came down off the roofs, like fucking Planet of the Ape style and, and grabbed it. And they were just like standing up on the roof, like eating sugar packets. It was protect your ketchup packets. That's a, that's a thing now. Did you yeah. guys hear about that? No. There's a ketchup packet shortage in the in this country. Really? Because of all the the amounts of takeouts that there's they are short on ketchup huh. packets. Yeah, yeah, man. Look it up. It's ridiculous. But yeah, it's a thing. Yeah, ketchup. What they're not short on is Polynesian sauce from Chick Fil A. Go check that out. It's really good. Oh man. Oh, I do like I do like Polynesian. Chick Fil A sauce is pretty good too. Chick Fil A like... sauce, man. I need to get three. Always <laughs> Every... three and one Polynesian. Uh, zip lining was a blast. I hate heights and I still had a lot of, a lot of fun doing that. Um, we, over water or over land? Uh, it was over land. It was up in the, the mountains. Uh, the, the last one, um, the last, uh, platform that we went down was over half a mile long. Um, so it was like 65, 70 seconds and, uh, it was the fastest one as well. It went like 55 miles an hour. So that was like really, really cool. Um, even as somebody who didn't like heights, um a lot of neat wildlife there too uh we did not see but one venomous snake and that was on a night hike our guide pointed out was like a little baby tree viper uh which i was thankful for i'm not petrified of snakes but 
they have two there that'll really fuck you up the Ferdilands and the uh, Bushmaster. The Bushmaster in particular is really nasty because it has a hemotoxin and a neurotoxin and result has a high fatality rate and uh, has a striking distance of about three and a half feet. So it's like, fuck that. Dude. I'm that's, glad <laughs> that's going to be a no for me. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> If you stick to like, you know, the trails and stuff, like they're not very like common, especially in the daytime. Like nighttime's yeah. a little bit of a different story. Yeah, until I go there. I was yeah. a little nervous when we went to North Carolina. Oh, is that yeah, I don't that was after our last episode, I think. Yeah. I went to North Carolina and we went hiking and then there was like this the sign of the the snakes to look out for because there's plenty mm-hmm. in those trails. But then the ones that are venomous and the ones that aren't, you know, and um there was a couple that were venomous. I didn't run into any snakes, thank fortunately, but yeah. No, thanks. Uh, up in that area where you were, I'll never forget. Um, they used to go for um, MLK weekend uh, with some friends. I uh, rented some cabins up in Oconee, which is like a little southwest of where you were, but like probably within 25 you know minutes of driving. And uh, we were on a waterfall hike. Uh, and you heard it's unmistakable like if you've never heard it before you'll never forget the sound but there was a rattlesnake that like we heard and everyone just like froze and we looked down and it was in like the striking position like next to one of my friends and we were like oh at least rattlesnakes are not like the shit down in costa rica like you know it can definitely fuck you up but it's like you know it's a super high survivability rate sometimes you don't even need antivenom like depending on how bad the bite is no less scary but um but yeah like that's one of those sounds like when you hear it the first time you will never for like get it or mistake it for anything else because it's fucking terrifying but yeah my biggest irrational well not my biggest but like an irrational fear i have is just encountering in overly large snake by myself and just like he just gets me like like anaconda like <laughs> like like, the, like j-lo uh and ice cube movie like like, like i mean I, I don't great know about movie. like that big but like yeah big snake like the we ones said overly that, large so the ones that like the uh constrictive man the ones that crush you to kill you are, man are you like, afraid of being horrifying. poisoned or like like being crushed, squeezed yeah, sounds like. crushed yeah the crushed one man like that's i feel like hard. that's really hard to die that way as a human like you have to be a fucking oh for sure that's why it's super irrational way. Yeah, <laughs> fair, fair enough. enough. <laughs> <laughs> it's awesome. Awesome. I, I have a fear of like piranhas and stuff like that. I watch too many things. Yo, they don't. Up. They don't we, go after people though. Like, yeah, they don't. It's completely if, safe to, yeah. to to walk in there. But still, like, I just. I, those, I agree though. How many? How many? Like, like cartoons did you watch where they would just instantly, and then it would just bones would come out at you know, like. Did you ever oh, play man. the Punisher game? No. Um, oh man, you could. That was you, in the demo. There was like all kinds of environmental kills. Like that was like the highlight of that game was all the environmental kills. And one of them, you take a guy and you shove his head in a piranha tank and he just gets devoured. (laughs) Awesome. Unfortunately, the way back, you know, we uh, we had some some bumps. Uh, My final night there, I got food poisoning really bad. Um, Turns out like it's probably because I take antacids, which I guess like weaken your, you know, stomach uh, bacteria. So you're prone to like stuff that normally would not make you sick. Like I don't think anything was ill prepared like at the hotel, but stuff that normally wouldn't make you sick, you're more prone to it because you're not used to that bacteria that's in like meats and stuff in small amounts. So it was kind of a miserable journey home. We uh, also had our flight canceled uh, first delayed from like 10 p.m. departure to 5 a.m. departure and then canceled at like two in the morning. So I had a call, wake my poor dad up <laughs> to come get us and uh, thankfully put us up for the night. Uh, and we rented a car for way too much money because the demand was super high and they didn't want to give me a one way. But travel insurance, which I had thankfully agreed to pay for it. So all's well that ends well. And that's my Costa Rica story. I highly recommend it. I can't recommend it enough. Like, um, And I, I I was a little nervous about driving. If you're if you have a just a little bit of faith, like drive. It's so worth it to have a rental car in that country, like so much more convenient. And it's really not too bad. Um, just got to be prepared. Like most roads are just one way in each direction. So, you know, you get a little bit of traffic jam here and there from animal crossings and, you know, uh, occasional little fender bender or something like that. But all right, let's talk some nerd shit. Uh, I'm just going to go with the order of the things here on the, on the run of show sheet. Uh, start with Godzilla versus Kong first big theatrical release of the year simultaneously on HBO max as well. Uh, cleaned up at the box office comparatively not like it had much competition I don't think the weekend it came out but a pretty decent return to box office uh, as far as receipts go you know as things kind of ramp back up and get back to normal 
I thought this movie was a blast. I didn't have high expectations going into it. Uh, you know, none of these movies are going to be like Oscar winners. Um, I thought as far as a all in all monster like brawl, it was great. I do think that Godzilla was uh, should have been in like lowercase letters because it was definitely for me more of a Kong movie, which wasn't a bad thing. I think it worked pretty well, but um, I had a great time watching it. How about you guys? I agree, man. I, I had zero expectations because I thought uh, I thought uh, Godzilla King of the Monsters was pretty pretty awful. Um, I mean, was it? Did I enjoy? Did I, was I entertained? Besides yeah. the monster action, it's yeah. not a good movie. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Like, there's no yeah plot wise. How even the acting, not a whole lot of redeeming qualities, but big monsters. Um, <laughs> as, far, as far as this one goes, like I, I thought this one, um, they, they had a much better approach to it. They, they weren't trying to sell us on some bullshit story like they were in King of the Monsters, right? Like this was mostly just about Godzilla and Kong and the whole, um, what was it, Hollow Earth thing, whatever. But I mean, whatever. They had to come from somewhere. It, it was kind of neat. And uh, the emphasis was on the fights. You know, what I want to know is how the hell did the power not go out in, in, in all those cities that they kept fighting in? No matter how many buildings <laughs> they fucking destroyed, the lights were still on. You know, like here you get a little storm sometimes and your, your power goes out. You got these guys using fucking skyscrapers as baseball bats and shit um it was a uh, it was a pretty uh, that's where pretty, you draw that's where you draw the line is the power yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i'm just saying i'm just saying but, uh, but i thought it was a lot of fun um i i did think that the uh of course the the little side quest up into uh well spoiler like everyone here saw it right correct yeah, yeah all yeah. right cool so no so we'll, we'll get into mild spoilers on the podcast here's your warning if yeah. you're gonna get whatever you no know, it came uh, out yeah but like the the side quest side journey of um man what's her uh, Millie, Millie Millie Bobby, Bobby Brown. Brown yeah and then the um, the conspiracy guy I thought he was actually a nice addition to the uh, to the movie but it also felt like they weren't really doing anything okay cool they discovered uh, Mecha Godzilla but I mean that would have been cool if they did not blow that um, spoiler like in every which way possible before the movie came out um, it would have been so much better if they had held on to that um both from the trailers and i think some toys like um spoiled yes. it as well like it would have been so much cooler if this was a complete surprise in the middle of the movie um but nevertheless it was fun it was entertaining i think it's probably one of the stronger ones in this revived franchise for sure do we think there'll be more oh i'm sorry adam what did you think of that i'll let, let you weigh in before i ask the question Oh, yeah, no, I had a good time with it. I was just looking at a list of monster screen time in these movies, and everyone's always complained is like in the reboot, there's like too much people stuff. I'm like, no, nah, looking at these run times or monsters, there's these movies are always about too much people stuff. Um, I like this movie because this movie's like an hour and a half. So, and I think there's more monsters in this movie than most of the other movies combined. So I'm like, yeah, shorter runtime, which means less humans and more monsters, which is, I mean, we see basically every monster that they've had up to this point. Uh, Skull crawlers are back. Mecha Godzilla, Godzilla, King Kong, the snakes in the hollow earth that like wrap around them. It's all, I like, I like the monster stuff. I'm like, they gave me a lot of monster stuff. I'm happy with that. Human stuff is dumb. Whatever. The fact that they're like, let's pour wine on the computer and that's how we help. Okay. Why are, why are you here doing this? I, wh I don't, whatever. I don't care because when King Kong put Godzilla in a headlock, I was like, there you go. I told you thumbs. That's what's going to be the difference. And uh, yeah, I, it was fun to watch them beat the shit out of each other. That's what I wanted to watch the movie for. And it, it also doesn't like really rationally explain why. Like, okay, so they lose control of Mecha Godzilla. Like, why does it just start targeting? Like, what's in the software that it just starts blowing up? It's, it's Ghidorah. It's Ghidorah, it's Ghidorah brought Ghidorah, back to yeah. life. Yeah, because uh, they used the skull from Ghidorah. I just thought it was for, for the neural pathways or whatever. Is no, that what it was? Ghidorah's alive. Yeah, it was kind of like feeling it. Yeah. I gotcha. Out. Okay. Well, did you. Did you guys sure. catch that the the kid in the movie was the the kid from Deadpool? And yeah. he's also yeah. before that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, if you've never seen Hunt for the Wilder People, it is uh, a great great film um, from Taika Waititi, the same guy that made Thor. Um, I almost said Love and Thunder. He is Ragnarok. making that one, but Ragnarok. Yes. Uh, so if you like that sense of humor, uh, it is a great. It's got Sam Neill as well. It's a, he plays a foster child that goes to live with Sam Neill. And they can't stand each other at first, and they go on like kind of a road journey. And it's uh, it's a really good movie, got a lot of heart, and it's funny as shit. So yeah, that he's a great little actor, very funny, good comedic timing. Yeah, 
the Hollow Earth stuff, believe it or not, they've been building up to that. Like in all, like that's the most consistent thing. Like from Kong Skull Island, the original Godzilla, and I think even in King of the Monsters, they kind of like hint that there's like something. Not that it's any more plausible, but I was kind of impressed that they they kept that thread going like through the uh, movies. And I will say, we watched because my wife hadn't seen Skull Island and was like, oh, I might as well like watch this. That's probably like pound for pound as much as i'm a godzilla fanboy the best of the monsterverse movies like oh it is make the, i think skull, so it's, it, it is yeah. skull island i mean it's like really really like solid like the cast in that is just top notch and i think you have a better i feel like you have a more human connection to kong in, in the movies like they, they developed a relationship with kong a lot better yeah. uh, a lot stronger where you're almost like rooting for kong the entire time like for me i like my favorite scene at least the one that was most impactful from like a plot perspective was when he's trapped on the on the carrier ship and he's like and, and he's signed yeah you know and, and and godzilla's like like you know he's freaking out and he's losing his shit because he can't defend himself and not to mention like he's in the middle of the ocean like what's he gonna do you know that to me like that actually gave me like a lot of anxiety watching him like dude let him out like let him do something you know um so that was probably i think the, the one of the stronger scenes like emotionally of that movie which i didn't expect you know i just i just expected to be entertained by like almost like some of those transformer movies i didn't expect to kind of be like felt like i had like a i don't know a horse in the race you know but that was really cool also kong, kong with a fucking axe like that was awesome Badass, <laughs> dude. i i i i thought the whole movie was was awesome i'm i'm just uh i've been a fan of godzilla and kong for years i grew up watching all the old ones because my dad loved them so uh i'm 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 a bigger king kong fan than i am a godzilla fan um and i love that you know they made him be able to go toe-to-toe with them uh to the point where I mean, Godzilla definitely won. Like, there's there's no way around that, right? But, but literally, like up until the end, Kong was like, "I'm not backing down from him either." So, it, it, how do you guys look at like? All right, so we already said we're spoiling, right? We like, pretty so, much spoiled the whole movie. <laughs> how do you how do you take the end of that movie when Godzilla goes and Kong's at the end? He picks up the axe and he's standing there. And then, you know, uh, after Kong puts the axe down, axe down, Godzilla walks away. Like, how, how do you how do you interpret that? It's like some kind of understanding where I think like I think the natural pecking order was was kind of established a little bit, like definitely needed his help. But I kind of take that as like, all right, like Godzilla doesn't perceive him as a like threat or like a challenge to his authority anymore. He helped them take down Mecha Godzilla. Like they kind of know they're going to retreat to their own kind of their corners, you know, like Kong is very different than like the Mudos or like, you know, Ghidorah and uh, and all that kind of stuff. So I think like it's just kind of respect. That's a yeah, that's how I, a lot of people looked at it like Kong was like submitting to Godzilla. I think that was more of just I'm, I'll keep fighting you if you keep fighting me, but I'll stop fighting if you stop fighting. Yeah. yeah. So that that's how I like I it's I just all right, look. I just have to make sure Kong looks strong is all you know what I'm saying because he's a beast and that's supposedly I I, I think you were going to ask Chris like do we think if anything else is going to happen in the monster verse right I th- yeah I think like is there more like they could easily they, end it here like it is like they, they said that this is the last movie in the monster verse um, kind of sort of they left the door open and well of course in the said, in the movies yeah but like on paper oh the the writers too like they, yeah this is like this is as far as they had planned. But yeah. where where it goes from here, he said it, it's going to depend on what the what the people want. If people, yo, want the movie it, was a huge success. So, yeah. like, if people want more of it. We might see more of it. Um, I don't know. I thought it was. A, I think I think it's a good way to end it. I, I think it's going to be hard to top. Like, what, I mean, where do you go from there to give me to to give us a movie that's as compelling as Godzilla versus Kong? Yeah, that's what I said. You, I think you really can't top here. that. You can't top that. If you wanted to be ballsy, you could try to do something that had no humans, where it was like some kind of like uh, that'd be fucking awesome. Milo and Otis ask shit. What are they? I guess they had voices, didn't they? Maybe uh, like before people were around before civilization, kind of thing. What was that like? like yeah, because you know, uh, I guess the, the rules were that like uh, Toho didn't want Godzilla to emote. He totally emotes like in this, like. You know, maybe not like he doesn't smile and shit, but like you definitely know like what Godzilla is thinking. You know what I mean? Like he's pissed a lot. Well, that's yeah. but that's the thing is like Godzilla is looked at like a freaking monster here, whereas Kong is like humanized, right? Like it might also be from the fact that he's like a gorilla and, ape and, and signing and shit. 
but like <laughs> you, you know you, you're very much this is more about like this movie is a kong movie really you know and they fight each other but like i mean Yo, give me kong, that prequel like, where like the like kong's family was fighting godzilla's hell family. yeah because like, that has that's so that's a spike from his well his ancestors back or something right yeah, so like yeah. i want to see the fight that ripped that thing out yeah like give me you know that like i think you could easily like if you had a little bit of balls and it was done right like you could you could have a, a tight like 90 minute movie where it's just mo- like you know you could just fucking watch monsters like i could anyway like and understand what's going on you know like not on the big screen you'll get that animated but just like the reason they would never do a cybertron movie on transformers they're like we're we don't have the money to make a 90 minute only yeah. cg fucking yeah. True. action fest so True. i would like true. it but um, I think that they'll eventually like give it, you know, five or six years. We'll get something else. Probably. Crossover with Pacific Rim. Make an oh. open world Kong game where you're just hopping around the uh, mm. fucking the underworld or whatever the hell it's called. Like the hollow earth shit. <laughs> uh, that Hey, that Peter Jackson's King Kong video game was fire back in the day. I don't know if you guys ever played that. Yeah, I, got, I got that. that if you beat it, you get a thousand achievements. Yep. Yeah, that was, that was good shit. All right. That's an awesome King Kong movie too, by the Has way. Has anyone like, tried this? Totally different take on the character, but Has orange, anyone tried this? Is that Orange Pepsi? It's fucking Okay, this is I was at Publix the other day and it was on sale and I was like, fuck it. It is Pepsi Zero Mango. Oh, okay. okay. Oh yeah, no, nah, not a fan. I it had sounds It sounds Have you tried it, Zach? I I have, yes. Oh, man. Damn. It's a damn shame. Cuz I I didn't like the uh, Mountain Dew one either. Mm. I haven't had the Mountain Dew one, but this is delicious, man. And well, zero, zero, zero calories. So there's since that. since we're going on a, a quick little <laughs> food tangent, uh, I need to preach the good word of uh, croissant crust DiGiorno, uh, which is way higher of a like uh, quality than I ever thought a frozen pizza could get to. Like it's ridiculous how good it is. It's not pizzeria pizza, frozen pizza. I don't think can ever possibly get there, but. In terms of like where the bar is now for like frozen pizza, it's fucking unreal how good that is. Uh, so, so, Chris, I'm gonna need you to clip this part of the podcast and tweet at DiGiorno because they will definitely respond to you. You so. think so? Absolutely. <laughs> DiGiorno responds to everybody. Go for it. Uh, I mean, l- listen, like it's it, on paper, it may sound a little gross. My wife had her doubts, and uh, after our travel debacles, I had one like stashed in the freezer for like just that occasion of like. What if we just, you know, don't feel like cooking? It's too late for groceries, whatever. And, you know, granted, tensions were high, but it was like, it was the greatest fucking frozen pizza I've ever had. I mean, it's not even close, like how good that shit is. If you, you know, it's, it's pricey, but my, my favorite frozen pizza. And I tried a lot post COVID. It was a lot of frozen pizzas, you know, in, in the short time after that, screaming Sicilian. Yeah, it blows that out of the water. That was my previous favorite, and it blows really? it out of the water. Yeah, yep. The uh, Screaming Sicilian, uh, the Italian meatball one or yeah, whatever. Yeah, meat, lo- meat lovers one. The only problem with Screaming Sicilian is that they're out here charging like they're fucking yeah. franchise delivery pizza, man. It's like 10 bucks for a frozen pizza. Like The whole point is supposed to be like 5 bucks ish you know? Publix <laughs> has DiGiorno croissant crust right now for like $7.99. So okay. and it's, it's worth every bit of that. Like, I don't think I can ever see myself not having that in the uh, the freezer at any given time, like just as an emergency stash, because it's that fucking good. Croissant crust. I mean, it, like, you're right. It does sound gross. It, it's not but... <laughs> soggy at all on the bottom. Like, it's crispy, you know? It's just like, it's the perfect texture contrast for, for pizza. I couldn't get over it. I'm like, I want my fucking pizzeria to give me a pizzeria quality pizza with croissant base now. Like, I feel like. <laughs> does it? Is the croissant have that little bit of sweet part to it? Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. Man. We'll, Sounds we'll, interesting. We'll, uh, anyway. we'll we'll reconvene when you guys try it because you, you <laughs> should like let me know what you think. But uh, yeah, the 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 bar has been raised because I'm with you, man. Screaming Sicilian used to be my favorite. Was a shit. It, there's a new king in town, and it's croissant crust by DiGiorno. Please clip that whole thing, please. <laughs> <laughs> okay, sure, man. Wait, real quick, I want to jump back to Godzilla versus Kong. That's quick. right, we were talking about that. <laughs> <laughs> what did you guys think about Godzilla's new freakish athletic ability? He was like running around and doing shit that like you've never seen him do before. Such as did so, you see the way he was craw- crawling fast and like doing all kinds of um, stuff? Like Godzilla's usually a big slow. Like look at him in the first Godzilla movie, and then look at him in this I one. Feel, he was the way he moves is like unbelievable. I, they they I did it just like the... I think for him to be able to keep up with Kong. 
I think it's part of the those uh, supercharged nuke powers that he's got now that make him <laughs> like you know, like sure, let's basically go with that. <laughs> roids roids for Godzilla. But you know what I did think was hilarious when you see Kong using his hands and shit, and then you've got Godzilla with the you know he can't do anything with with these you know, which I thought was pretty funny. But I think it's sad, man. I think he's just like supercharged and stuff, you know. He kept trying to get off that blast, and it's just too slow. <laughs> yeah, that too. With yeah, when he jammed the axe in his mouth, man, that yeah. was awesome. <laughs> He's like, it's, you ain't doing nothing. Right now. I should probably watch that again before it leaves HBO Max. Um, Still haven't right. seen the Justice League. I need to get watch that. Oh okay. man, so good. Okay, so you watch it. So yeah, we'll talk a little bit more about that once we've all seen it because I, I I'm curious to hear what you guys thought. I I really liked it, but I think it's literally decent. in in when I say infinitely better than what we got, I mean yeah, infinitely better than what we got a totally different movie and just more coherent in every way shape and form it's, i mean it's, it's, pretty it's not it's not s tier marvel but it's like b plus tier marvel like i would say i would say yeah i would say it's like it's it's like civil war it's it's not like no, you know no 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 it's not that yes absolutely. <laughs> like, are we talking like dr strange because i like dr strange a lot but it's not s tier but i like it a lot yeah i would say it's about on par but like it's more epic in scope so it's like a hard thing to to you know it, like um, Steppenwolf's whole journey makes sense now. Yeah, it's good. We'll talk when you guys have seen it. I would be curious. I wouldn't mind doing like a whole discussion. Still, it is yeah, a two sittings movie it. though. I like. I I, nah, don't. hell no. One go it. One go. I mean, it. That's what I did, and I will say I was exhausted. So I'm gonna, I, I got. It. I gotta watch it. But you still. I don't care how good it is. You still lose points if you need four hours to get your point across. That's it's only because like you know I think they just. They had to take so many shortcuts to get to that point. I don't, I don't want to. Go I think I, I'm totally opposite. I think this is I hope this is the birth of longer superhero movies. Oh, oh no, man. Come no, on, man. Now, man. There's only a handful of movies that could pull that off. Lord of the Rings. I I'm mean, not saying every single movie needs to be four hours long. But like if you're going to throw the the level of of uh, I don't want to say star power actor wise, but star power like who they're playing. Right, like you need ample time to get everybody's story across, man. And, and or you have these individual movies that, yeah, but everything characters. doesn't have to be the Marvel way. Yeah, it doesn't. Mm. But there's one the reason this pro- it works, uh, and the other one turns out to fucking Batman versus Superman. And the the, the reason this recut works so well is because it does develop the characters. Like Cyborg's uh, story is my favorite by far. And I couldn't care less about that character in the Whedon. Like I was just like, man, this is such a squandered opportunity for a cool character. I barely even knew he was in there. And he like his <laughs> his fucking story is great. There's a part in that movie that like I fucking teared up. Like I don't want to like spoil for you guys, but like, yeah, it's good shit. Anyway, I, I, I gotta watch it. It's 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 on Batman the drops an f bomb. It is a pretty good f bomb too. I will it say. is. Uh, <laughs> All right, so moving on to uh, It Takes Two. I think I'm the only one to play this, so I will keep this relatively short. Uh, So from Joseph Ferris and team, it is another co-op game. Um, So it is meant for two people and two people only. You cannot solo this game. You can do couch co-op or online. The buddy pass is back, so if you purchase a copy of it, you can play with somebody else. They don't have to buy the game, which is a really good deal. Such a cool concept. It is a cool concept, and and God damn it, like for a game this awesome, like I feel like, you know, I'm like, I feel a little bad for the developers because like this is the type of game I would say, you know, like it'd be worth buying to play with somebody else. But I understand why they do what they do. It's just it's so high quality. Uh, it's essentially a Pixar movie and a damn good Pixar movie as well. Uh, given that the the subject matter like is a little heavy on paper, so it's about uh, two divorced or divorcing, I should say, parents who uh, can't stand each other at the beginning of the game, uh, break to their young child that they are getting divorced and upset her, and uh, basically she makes a wish. You know, it's a classic setup of somebody making a wish, putting it out there to the universe, and they're essentially shrunk down into two little toys and have to complete a series of tasks in multiple different environments to try to figure out how to get back to normal. Uh, Probably the best quality of the game is that each new environment has a different mechanic and it's never repeated. So like you kind of get a feel for something. The sections are fairly long. And by the time you're kind of burned out with that, like it's time to go somewhere else and and have like a new mechanic. Uh, Each person has a completely different mechanic that gels with the other person so 
you know, you're working together. Uh, it's neat. Like my brother and I frequently were like, damn, like if we ever play this again, I want to play the other person so I can do that other thing. Cause it, it looks cool. Uh, that being said, you never feel like you're getting cheated out of like, you know, something like where like being one character is like less fun. Like but being both characters is very fun. Um, surprisingly dark in a very funny way. At one point, like where I left off was, uh, oh my goodness, like just the most unexpected thing. If you ever agree, uh, get um, Natalia to agree play to play this, George, uh, like I need you to be rolling a camera or like pull out your phone. I will prompt I you to stream it. I want to, I want to play with you stream because the, the particular part I'm talking about, like I like could barely breathe. I was laughing so hard. And my brother was like screaming in like just complete surprise and like, and horror at what was happening. Um, but it's good. You have to a little bit of dark sense of humor, but your wife is going to give you pure gold for the channel. Let me tell you, um, I won't spoil what it is. Um, but yeah, just it, for, I think it's 40 bucks for this game. Like it is just, it is absolutely phenomenal. Like you feel the magic when you play it, like it's constant discovery and wonder and just pure fun. Um, I can't recommend it highly enough. Like I thought a way out to me was like a solid, like seven, five, maybe Six, like, same dude who made that game. Right. Yeah. Same. Do you, same you have that game? I, what I've got both. Yeah. A way out. You got to yes. finish it with me, man. I never got to finish it. Cause Dow stopped playing it. So I sure. Yeah. Um, it's on game. Like, well, it's on if EA you don't know, play, if so. you don't know what happens at the end of it, it's definitely worth seeing it to the end. Yeah. I have an idea, but, um, but yeah, so 7.5 for me, this is like a 9 to a 9.5. Like I would rate it that yeah. highly. Like it's really, really good. Um, so I hope you guys check it out because it is by far like going to be one of the best games this year. And the fact that it's co-op but not a game as a service is just like it's all the more wonderful in my opinion because those are harder and harder to come by. Right on. Cool. All right. Any questions about uh, It Takes Two before we move on? What's the, you, you finished it, right? No, no, we're halfway through because I went on oh, okay. vacation. Uh, so tonight, I think I'm going to be streaming uh, a little bit more, or maybe I'll play a, uh, over the weekend and stream something else. I haven't quite decided yet. I was thinking about maybe squatting up with you guys and Fall Guys, maybe if somebody wants to play a bit more. Um, yeah, any other? I know lengthwise, it's about 20 hours. Um, so it's 20 very, hours. Yeah, it's a very long oh, wow, that's awesome. uh, game. The sections are, are meaty. Again, they don't overstay their welcome, but there's a lot of them. I think there's like eight or nine different like areas. Um, so you get a lot of bang for your buck. Yeah, I hope hopefully she'll cave. <laughs> just i i man you you better be recording when you when you when you get to the toy section like that's what i'll say like that's, I, that's i'm gonna it. pitch to her that the, the yeah to just stream the entire thing and you you, can, you can't really fail or die like you know like i've said like uh i think off uh, camera like so it's it's forgiving like it's not like a game that you're gonna get frustrated playing yeah. with each other like it's it's super super forgiving um and uh, like i said just a lot of fun so any right other on. questions negative people have asked me if it's kid friendly i will say it depends on uh, on your kids um there's some mild like language and uh like i said uh, there is one particular section that's in the toy section that is very dark in terms of sense of humor so if your kids are sensitive like potentially could be a little bit uh traumatizing um no f-bombs or anything like that although there is a really cool easter egg of the fuck the oscars speech in the uh, game that's uh it's bleeped out um you know that you can find it's, it was a lot of fun <laughs> but uh there are a lot of little mini games and stuff too but i would say like yeah you discretion if you're if you'd be cool with like your kids watching like uh i don't know like a pg movie from like the 80s like that kind of spielberg like esque like that's probably they're probably fine so, hell yeah i cool. can't wait to play it all right outriders i have not played <laughs> i kind of from afar watched the uh you know, slight yeah, disaster is not really like you know, that's maybe a little hyperbolic, but less than smooth um, launch of that game. Oh, it's I, disastrous. We could okay. say disastrous. Okay, I, I, I wasn't there, so I'm like, man, I don't want to use hyperbole, but yeah, it's been less than smooth at least. Server launch, but people seem to like it when it works. What do you guys think? So I would, um, I, I like the game. Okay, I, I've played a good bit of it. Um, I would absolutely say the launch was disastrous. Um, you can't like, I don't think you can have a worse launch when, like when, when your game is actively deterring people from playing it, right? Like either you're not letting people play it, you're kicking them off 
or you're giving them enough issues that they kind of like they don't even want to bother playing you should never be like okay i'm done i've had enough like that's like i'm sick of this you know and it have nothing to do with your actual gameplay but rather the stability of it that's just not acceptable man and and i don't know what we can do as consumers right because like we put up with this shit you know like i'm glad this game was on game pass so i didn't have to pay for it I wouldn't have bought it if it was, and I wouldn't have played it if it wasn't on Game Pass. But like, it just this this seems to be a common trend, right? And then you'll have the people, the apologists, who will say, "Oh, well, it's a good game. It's a launch. You're gonna have issues. You know, like it's gonna get better. They're gonna fix it." Like, no, like, dude, like we we think about it. If you're on PC, because the Game Pass doesn't work for PC or PlayStation, PlayStation like, yeah. paid sixty bucks for this game. And it comes out like this, like it's, it's not acceptable. Like it's not okay for the game to come out like this. Like I understand bugs happen, but like the game should not be, should not like bar you from getting on. Like it's so ridiculous. And and we just continue to put up with that kind of nonsense with games. And this is a game that was delayed like a total of like nine months or so. Like it was supposed to come out in the summer last year, if I'm not mistaken. Like what the fuck are you delaying it for? I, I understand COVID and all that other stuff is going on, but like, like how how I don't know it's 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 insane to me. Um, I I personally did not um, disconnect or crash a ton. The first time we tried to play it, which was on launch day, couldn't get on. You we could not get into the game. Um, yeah, and I heard that the issues if you tried to crossplay were even much worse. But we we couldn't. It was three of us, myself, Ryan, and your brother. We tried to we were trying to play the game on day one. We couldn't get in the game um maybe just spent like 30 minutes trying then tried it again later in the day we couldn't get in um then we just kind of shelved it for a couple of days tried again and then someone's always like crashing hard crashing back to the back to the screen or sometimes back to the lobby uh sorry back to the xbox home screen uh, or sometimes to the lobby but even if you were fortunate enough to only crash to the lobby you could never rejoin the game it would never let you rejoin the game you'd have to do a complete hard reset of your whole xbox to get back in um man just crashing after crashing after crashing like to the point like it just becomes exhausting man um fortunately the game saves progress like really really well like basically wherever you crash wherever you logged out is exactly where you come back in doesn't matter at what point in the mission you're on you're right there you know so you don't really lose a whole lot of progress um but i mean dude imagine crashing in boss fights and stuff like that like it's it was a, it was a thing i want to say double digit crashes from your brother he had a lot he had more crashes than i did significantly more i think the people joining someone else's game would have significantly more issues i'm telling you double digit crashes um uh, every session that we played you know and and, and every time that we ended the session and you could see it because I streamed it. Every time that we ended the session, it was always because like that was the last straw. Like that's it. We ran out of patience with the crashing. Not because I was bored of the game. Not because I was done playing for the day. It was just like, all right, man, enough is enough. Um, I guess anybody else want to add on the bad before we go into the good? I want to end it on a. Pause. I guess Adam, you had no issues. I just want to say, I guess we didn't have any issues. <laughs> I also, I also didn't play until like Tuesday after it came out, so okay. it had been a little while. That's all. Did you play alone? My did bad. Play- I was asking my son to give me water. Would you just? Did you play solo? Or did you play with anybody? No. So I played the demo solo. So I got that all leveled up. And then when I got to the actual full release game, I played in a game of three. And now that I'm thinking about it, one of the dudes had to drop out because his was lagging so bad. Uh, he also has bad internet, but it, it, he did have to lag out. The other rest of the uh, me and my other friend, we got through with no problems. But again, that was like Monday or Tuesday after it launched. Like they already cut off PC crossplay and all that at that point. Were you hosting it? I don't remember who was hosting. I I definitely had I personally had significantly less issues, but it it, it you know, it's it's your brother that was you know, and it, it, he doesn't have connection issues. He's not disconnecting from games left and right. This is a hundred percent on the game, you know. And the game even came out and said, "Hey, we we know all these issues going on. We're working on it. Whatever." What about you, Zach? Do you have any problems? Yeah, I we experienced a lot of the same problems that you guys did. We we had a lot of crashing between the the three of us that were there. Uh, whoever, yeah, whoever was hosting seemed to have uh, less crashes than the uh, the two people that were joining. Um, and and like you, George, uh, we got off multiple times just because you like you disconnect so many times. You got to go through so many workarounds to get the people back in the game and shit. It's just it wasn't worth the time. Yeah. And uh, I mean, 
yeah i mean it's frustrating man it's a, yeah it's definitely a fucking downer man like it, it's unacceptable and i from my understanding pc was far more unstable as well they had issues with the hud disappearing um like memory leaks like it, it was a the lot inventory worse wipe thing too the it was inventory, crazy that didn't happen to any of us fortunately we never got far enough to even care but i heard about that where people would just stop playing because they were afraid that their inventory would disappear like that is insane like for that to happen in a looter shooter it's it's crazy man like the, the game shouldn't come out like that it should not come out like that so unacceptable and and but just we continue to put up with it as consumers we continue to say it's okay and we just fucking take it i don't know man um i don't know it, i think it's, it's launch like launch window like in like the launch day is kind of sort of acceptable like you think when like a new destiny expansion launches they got that queue and stuff like the first couple hours i feel like you get a pass like if everyone's trying to get in at once like there's no way you can unless you have a queue or something like you, you can't really do it. but like once things stabilize like it should be good to go like it's clear that they just didn't have the infrastructure from the from the outside yeah. anyway looking in like for the game and i think that's more the issue than like you know everyone can. i can well here's a, two two things to that right like one i can understand if there's you know hey as soon as the game launches like say destiny right the new new update goes on live at 12 p.m or 1 p.m whatever and there's a queue to get in because it's the servers are math like everyone's trying to log in at the same time cool it's fine within a couple hours you're in the game once you're in the game um unless you got in like right away as soon as it started like the game's gonna be stable it's not um, and the issues weren't so much disconnects as they were game crashes. Like it wasn't so much as oh. much. Yeah, it was game crashes uh, were see. just okay. as prevalent as you disconnecting from the servers. This is I'm talking like kicked straight to the Xbox main yeah, menu or completely turned off your Xbox. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that didn't happen to me. You know, those were those were happening just as much. The the most common one was getting sent back to the uh, to the main, the Xbox, you know, uh, guide menu. That was happening as much as the disconnects, if not more. Um, you know, it, it was very rare that you would just disconnect and have to reconnect to the service. It was like you're getting kicked out of the damn game. Um, and the game also has like a, it gets annoying after a while, but it has like a, a like a short opening cutscene where it loads up the uh, the title of I don't know, oh, it's so developer, annoying. And you have to watch it every time you relaunch the game. You can't skip it. So it's like extra, just pour salt on the wound on the fact that you got disconnected you can imagine so how loud you can imagine how insufferable your brother was uh through all that you know so i oh i i, I can i remember uh you know um th so um back in the uh gosh uh king's fall raid um so what was the the name of the expansion in destiny back then the one that everyone loved oh my god like you take away my destiny fan card all i can think of is king taking king taking king iron lords oh wow. so uh like he was having some really bad internet issues and we had almost beat oryx and uh ken who doesn't play our clan anymore was like i'm glad i'm not at home because you know your brother's losing his shit right now <laughs> he's like <laughs> he's like i feel so bad for your parents because he's losing his shit but yeah yeah i'm sure he was probably not too happy like yeah. that's i you know i had fomo until i saw the our group chat and messenger because i was at the hotel by the pool and i was i was just watching you guys all go off in the chat and i was like all right i don't have fomo anymore <laughs> now it's it's all good now though yeah, yeah. so okay. here's the thing right like there's not a single complaint in that group chat about the actual game play itself. No, it, you know, no, let's, no. let's talk about the good, right? Like, here's what I mean. Look, the story is kind of generic. It's nothing. I don't think it's anything to write home about. You know, you're going to try to colonize some alien planet. You're the last few survivors of a fucked up Earth or whatever. And your guy ends up getting powers or whatever. I will say the protagonist, the main character, he's an asshole. That dude just kills everyone. Like, like he is. I don't know. I think it's it's kind of funny, but I can see how him he could be a little bit unlikable because literally guy just fucks up everybody. Like this is not like um, Paragon Commander Shepard. This is like, you know, if you piss him off, he will fucking one tap you in the head, you know, execute you execution style. Guy does not give a fuck. Um, but as far as the gameplay itself, it is fun, man. From the very beginning, once you get out of the like the opening prologue, it is it's bananas, man. You feel so powerful man what are you running uh i am a trickster which uh i think is probably one of the strongest classes i don't know i think they had to nerf it 
you know, it's, it's that strong that within a week of the game launching, they had to nerf that class. So uh, the trickster plays very similar to like stasis, stasis hunter in, in destiny. Gotcha. You get this big field that slows everything down. So all the bullets slow down, all that it's kind of so stuff. Cool. Cause you could see all the bullets going yeah, through and stuff. It's, it's super cool. The actual gameplay itself is, is bananas. Um, the healing, there's no like healing items or potions or Unless anything you're like a that. Technomancer. Oh yeah, that's right. I think they do something like that. But the way you heal in this game is by shooting things or killing things. Um, so which is really cool. It's neat, but it, it, it kind of takes away some elements of the game. The, the game play, has a little bit of everything, has some little bit of destiny, a little bit of Anthem, a little bit of division, a little bit of gears. Like it feels a lot like gears the way you're playing it. Only frustrating things you can't jump. I really wish you could jump. Um, but the game has cover mechanics, but oh, you shouldn't use them. You should almost never be in cover unless you're avoiding some sniper fire. Especially but, that class. There's no yeah. reason to ever be in cover with that spe- specific yeah, class. Yeah, like there's no point in being in cover. And the AI is pretty good. Like they'll flush you out of cover. You can't just sit in there like you could in the division. Just hang out, you know? Is it as twitchy as like something like Doom? Like where you're like just like running gun like that much? Or is it a little more well, tactical? No, yeah. I think it's a little bit more tactical. It's not as crazy as as Doom. But the thing is, the game kind of encourages you to just kind of sit in the middle of everyone and just go go all out, and that's kind of fun to do. I don't. I mean, I've only played it a, a few hours. I don't know if it could. Um, I don't know if that could get boring over time, but it definitely encourages um, encourages that. Um, we might lose Zach here in a little bit. So Zach, yeah, you want to give Zach- some, some positive thoughts before yeah, you get kicked out? Real quick, literally, my thing just popped up with the battery thing. I have 9% battery left. I left <laughs> my charger at my dad's when I brought my laptop over there. But uh, yeah, the, I think the good the good's awesome. I'm playing the Technomancer. So, you know, I I, I, I like uh, playing healer. So I, I like being able to do that and everything. Uh, I, I, I got the freeze. I do a lot of freezing. So uh, I, I like doing all that, man, comboing all the different powers and everything with, with your friends and everything's really cool. I think, you know, the, the effects are, are awesome, man. Like the trickster, when he does his stuff and he turns like people in, like to skeletons and shit like that, like it looks so cool, man. The devastator, when he smashes down on people from the air and like just blood just goes everywhere and shit, man. It's, it's so cool. Like it's, it's over the top crazy, like in, in, Damn, maybe it, I'll play it this. It embraces that. It's, oh, you guys are, I'll play with you, man. That's you guys fun. are making it's me. Fun. It's something that wouldn't be a pain in the ass for you guys to uh, like. If I started Not a new all. character, okay. okay. No, all. yeah, because I I I, I want to play as the pyromancer. So I'll, I'll, I mean, I'll, how many I'll classes are there? Four. four. Okay. Okay. Yeah, there's a devastator, which is like the tank. Technomancer is the healer. Um, Pyro is uh, I don't know because I haven't played as him really. The caster, basically. Yeah, and the the trickster is like the one that goes. Uh, up close and fucking sealate the dashes and cool. shit like that. He's he's got an annoying bug on him though, unless they fixed it, where he's spinning and if he gets interrupted while he's spinning, like he walks super slow and he can't get out of that slow walk. Oh, I haven't had that. Yeah, hopefully it's a game's a bit more stable, but it, it's fun. Like when you get yeah, in there and awesome. you play it, it's fun. I don't think the story is anything to write home about so far, but the gameplay itself. Listen, if this gives us like think of like the division, right? Like hey, if we we play this game all the way to end game and then we we wrap it up like it'll be it'll be our money's worth and it's free and i hear the um the campaign's pretty long like like 30 40 hours long and the expeditions at the end are supposed to be like like i don't want to say like awesome end game content but they said it's pretty good like it's it makes you want to keep playing so i think the um the best thing is the loot man they do have that part down and I think the loot is awesome. Like you're constantly getting shit. They're not stingy. You're constantly changing your guns at a far better rate than Destiny. And you're not like getting junk that's unusable all the time as well. You got to so, remember too, like you're in the early stages. Like if you were to go play like Destiny 2 from like level zero, like it would feel like that true. for a while too. Like it's like the honeymoon Whoa. phase where like when you're not end game, like, you know, nah. you- I, 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 I agree to an extent, but you'll see why. I'm talking like at level three and four, you get a gun with a perk on it. Okay. Gotcha. Pretty unique. Like you're getting guns with perks on them. Oh, the you know? perks make it. It's, yeah, it's like so very cool, early man. on. Whereas nice. in Destiny, right, I'm excited. That I've decided. I think that's what I'm playing on stream yeah, tonight. Yeah. So. Destiny, you're not getting guns with cool perks until like, you know, end game type stuff. Here yeah. you're getting them pretty often. Um, early on, they're pretty, pretty. It's pretty cool. But hopefully the game is is, is stable. What, what about you, Adam? What are your thoughts on it? Yeah, that's it's fun. Um, 
everything else is awful. Not awful, but it's just like who cares? But yeah. it, the game's fun. It's fun to feel like a god and run around and, and kill stuff. Um, I have two characters. I restarted um, as a trickster. And I also have the pyromancer's a little higher level. So it's a good time. And especially, I mean, especially on Game Pass, like, dude, like, you can't go wrong. Like, that's worth your $15 for the month just there alone. So, oh, damn, Zach's out. <laughs> I think his uh, <laughs> laptop just Zach. died. Yeah, yeah. Uh, later, Zach. But yeah, I mean, there's no reason not to check it out. I think that's a huge get to, you know, I had, I said this, I don't know, on the podcast or Twitter, like, I had zero interest in this game. I was like, I like people can fly. I would never buy that game for 60 bucks. Game Pass. All right, I'm going to play that game. And I don't regret that at all. Like they, I'm already a Game Pass dude anyways, but um, yeah, what a value for that. That's, that's awesome. And it, the game's fun. It's a great time. I, again, I would not spend the money for it personally just because I'm stingy sometimes. <laughs> as I say, as I buy a bunch of nonsense on the summer sale or spring sales, but it's a solid game. That's a good, good, good pickup. Yeah. When, when I first saw the, the, the reveals and trailers, I was kind of like, interested because i was like oh man this looks like a lot like destiny but then as uh, as time went on i'm like i don't have time to play two destinies you know it, you don't have time to play two looter shooters like that you know and destiny's borderline mmo you just don't have time to do that and um i same i would not have played it if it wasn't on game pass and i'm i'm, I'm glad that i have i'm gonna keep at it um the issue is like i don't want to play it alone I, I don't want to proceed to it alone. I want to play it in groups and it's fine. Given that it's free, uh, I don't, there's no rush. You know, I'll just play whenever somebody wants to play and kind of just progress through it. Um, Cause it is pretty, pretty neat in that regard. Um, yeah. I mean, I don't know. I don't know what I would rate it so far. Like it's the gameplay is fun, man, but I could see it getting old. My early thoughts is probably like a, it's probably like a seven. I might drop it because of the server issues, you know, it could it could get better with 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 that, but um, I don't know. That's my, my my concern is like I wonder, I wonder what it's gonna be like long term because if like I'm just sitting there in the middle of a bunch of enemies just kind of opening fire, like that could get old. It feels really cool and really fun right now to just fucking go balls out, but that could get old if if it doesn't kind of have some tactics. There have been some pretty cool boss fights that I've had so far. Um, though, have you done the one with the the, the spider, Adam? No, I haven't done Spider. I've done Lightning Dude and, you know, like those. I think, uh, did I fight a spider? I fought one of the creatures. It's, I forgot what they call it. Yeah, it's like a it's like a big spider and then like things come out of the ground. Like he like some some things come out of, well, you kind of have to run around in a circle and stuff. They call them Snaggletooths. That's what I fought. That's that not spiders. I don't know. Maybe not. I fought creatures. Yeah, it's good. Good yeah. fights. Yeah, there's there's some pretty cool mechanics thing that look pretty like seem pretty epic so far. Um, I don't know what the end game looks like or what what that is long term, but that's a game that you get to the ending and do one expedition, and you're like, "Thanks for the fifteen dollars a month. I'll never yeah. play you again." That's how which I is feel. fine. Which is fine. You'll have a good thirty hours and have a great time. I've had games like that where I paid sixty bucks for. So if I get that for a game that I paid nothing for, yeah, it's a fucking win. That's what happened to us on the division. We were like, yeah. we're like, all right, you know, we're all going to like grind up and grind up and grind up for the raid and then the raid launched and like it was what like two weeks before somebody beat it on console and we were like nah, no no and, and, and <laughs> yeah the, the problem with that game is like uh, i don't know i i'm sure it's gotten better now but the problem with that was like harder difficulties just means more like more bullet spongy yeah you know like it doesn't doesn't change anything that's that's the one thing for all its flaws destiny still has on top you know on, on most looter shooters it's, it's mechanics and execution like can you mechanics, can you puzzles, organize and execute like you know like you know yeah that's definitely like cool yep. all right well i i'll have to check it out and, and report back uh let's do a little bit of what we've been playing um aside from the things that we've you know talked about and then uh, we can uh pop off for for the week uh, yep. adam i'll start with you man what have you been playing all right, so I've been playing a little more Baldur's Gate three. They got the Druid for you guys. I mean, you guys will play D and D here. They <laughs> added the Druid class, so I've been messing around with that. I want to play that game. That's really fun. It's really good. I've actually been playing like uh, so like I said, Spring Sale happened. I've been going a little crazy. I bought a, a bunch of Lego games just because I wanted to play something chill. Um, beat Hitman three because you know was ready to do that review. Um. Got back into Fallout 4 with they have the FPS boost on uh, Series X. 
good game. That FPS boost is really, that game is smooth as butter. I'm like, maybe yeah. I should play more Bethesda games on PC because this is great. <laughs> Got into Jurassic World Evolution. Uh, again, because that was on sale and all the DLC and man, isn't that like, game awesome? I love that game. Isn't it I, so fucking awesome, dude? So I didn't know. Good. I didn't know you were playing that. It, I I beat everything in the. Uh, I I want to buy one of the DLCs and mm-hmm. and play it. It's so good, man. It's so yeah. it's so good. I bought all the because all the DLCs together were like nineteen bucks or whatever, oh, and I was God. like, Return to Jurassic Park was on. Like, I mean, you know what they are. It's like, but Return to Jurassic Park. It's like, hey, go play the old movie. I'm like, yes, I'm down for that. Um, and then I bought MK11 last night. I'll start that eventually. My main thing, I guess, I mean, I've been playing a bunch of stuff, is that I'm playing my third playthrough of Jedi Fallen Order, New Game Plus, 60 FPS mode. (laughs) You get all the cosmetics and everything's unlocked. So I'm just going through with the purple lightsaber in 60 frames. Just how is it? How is it in 60 FPS? It looks pretty. I think 60 FPS for everything now. Period. Oh, I, would, I, would, I refuse I would anything less. Back. So New Game Plus, you don't have to do all the collect-a-thon shit, right? Nope. Like, whenever you walk past a box, it's already open. It's nice. a, You walk uh, in, it's sweet. like 100% done. It's like, oh, I think it'd be fun to replay stuff. that, but just not doing all the backtracking and stuff. Like, yeah, no, all that's... The only thing you can do is if you like the echoes for XP. Didn't they that's add, it. like, some kind of boss mode, wave yeah. mode? There's, like, a training mode where you can, like, make a, a room. But the main reason I did it is because, again, I want to play 60 FPS, and then you get, um, you know, spoiler alert, you get the red lightsaber from the that one part of the game so i'm like going through with a red lightsaber just fucking everybody up it's a good time nice. that's a good game man yeah. yes it's good i hope respawn man give them all the <laughs> all the projects i'm interested to see what this season nine of apex is because they're talking about titanfall stuff so it'll be very interesting they're not putting titans in the game right there's no way i don't think titans but just whatever if the new character is related to titanfall has a smart pistol. I don't know. It'll be cool. I'm just interested because you know, respawn does good work. Yeah. How about you, George? Uh man, I've been playing a little bit of everything. Uh, as you guys know, I started streaming for the fuck of it. Now that I've got a PC webcam, I didn't realize that you could just plug in the webcam to the Xbox, and I've got a stream set up there um, without having to get a capture card just yet. I, I probably will because it's capped like at 720 or 1080p. It looks like shit. Um, oh, real but, quick! Uh, I don't want to interrupt you. Um, the Xbox companion app on your PC, you can stream through over your Ethernet cable, high quality into your PC, and then just window capture that, and then stream from that. If you, if it might look better, maybe not. I don't know. But yeah, you can just use the Xbox app on PC, stream to it, high quality, window capture, and then it'll be 1080p or whatever you want to output. So it. you're talking from from ethernet cable so like my xbox it goes over your network to your pc from your xbox to your pc and plays it on your pc so do i have to connect it from my x is it would be fine if it's my xbox connected to my my router router and your router connected to your pc on that will work work perfectly yep that's what i did when i used to stream yep okay i gotta go i gotta you gotta show me how to do that off off uh off of this um so i've been streaming uh anybody wants to drop a follow war george 7 w-a-r-j-o-r-g-e seven um trying to get that affiliate stuff um so i've been playing a little bit of doom eternal i thought that would make for a cool uh stream on pc uh looks great on on pc which i was surprised i didn't think that my pc could handle playing that at like super ultra whatever graphics but apparently it can um i can't wait till i get a better graphics card though um so that's been that's been pretty cool that game is very much unlike anything i've ever played i've never played doom before yeah. you know i was like why can't i ads what, what the fuck is going on like you know oh wait i no can't reloading stay, <laughs> i can't stay behind cover what um okay like, so that is uh that that's pretty it was pretty interesting and it's hard man it's 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 fucking hard um so i wish it was shorter just for my taste because i would you know i don't want to i don't think i'm going to get through all of it with it being as long as it is but playing it here and there has been cool uh, I played a little bit of Control. Want to say maybe like five hours or so. The Control gameplay has been fun, but man, that story does nothing for me, man. Um, the story is just not. Excuse me, what did I come back to? You bad mouthing Control story? Yeah, yeah. I'm man. the gameplay is a lot of fun. I enjoy playing it, but um, you got to get like I told you, the back half of the story is much better than the front maybe. half. And the uh, until then, the artifacts, like the side quests, the little weird objects of Bauer are cool that's like my favorite shit because it's also, yeah. it's, it's very weird like if yeah. again i love alan wake it's one of my favorite games ever i like their weird like supernatural i, I liked alan wake and i liked uh was it Qu- quantum quantum break. break quantum yeah. break i really enjoyed that game um 
but I think all, I think it's two things. One, there's a lot of things I'm playing right now, and I don't think the story is captivating enough to pull me towards it. Um, and then two, you know, I don't have the greatest uh, like ability to pay attention to intricate detail. I think <laughs> I do think uh, that game story is a little bit too deep for me to like follow along with and stay interested. I do have a bad habit of playing games while I do other things. So that that does seem like a story I need to pay attention to. I tried reading some of the little documents and stuff that you pick up to try to follow along with it. I get the gist of it, but it's just not like, it's not like hooking me on. That game also gets right to it. Like from the very beginning, like you're already thrown in the middle of like a shitstorm. Um, but the gameplay is a lot of fun. Um, I'll probably finish it at some point, but it's not hooking me in just yet. Game I've been playing the most, Star Wars The Old Republic, man. I am still not done with the campaign and I have played that game for over two months. It is that long? There's that much content and, and you don't, and I don't have to have played any of it with anyone else. Just, I could, you could just do it solo. Um, so I still highly recommend that for a free to play game. Like that's a lot of content, um, a lot of story content. And as soon as I finish this one, I'm going to make another character and play that story. Cause there's eight individual unique storylines. Um, so I can't recommend that enough, man, especially for you guys that have a PC. It's it doesn't take much to run it. It's fucking free. Uh, I got some cool shit I can give you guys if you guys are interested in that. Um, it's it's really fun, man. Really fun. Uh, that's probably what I've been playing the most. And yeah, a little bit of Destiny PvP, a little bit of Outriders. Um, that's it, man. Very cool. As I was on vacation, uh, the bulk of the last two weeks I spent playing my no switch actually i brought loop here with me but uh, i just wasn't feeling it so um i got i'm almost to 120 stars in mario galaxy on the switch which was kind of a fun just lay in bed and do a few stars at a time uh i uh, played back through hotline miami because i love that game the soundtrack's great um it's like like my second or third pass through that and uh think that is it as far as the switch game is primarily those two on vacation it's just i because we were usually so white by the end of the day like that's probably the most like healthy sleep schedule i've had where it was like go to bed at like 10 10 30 like wake up at like seven like every day like that's not me at all at home like i'm usually like you become a 50 year old man yeah (laughs) at home i'm like stay up till like 1 132 you know wake up at like seven like the the latest possible before i have to like get up and go to work like um but since i've been home i have been playing loop hero um back to it and like it's i'm like right there again like it's got its hooks in me it's good i think about it all the time looking up guides all the time trying to figure out how to best like synergize shit anytime i get new cards like that i can throw into my deck i'm always like ah fuck like what do i want to do uh of course some destiny as well um although you know kind of getting to that point where i'm burned out on the season where i'm like i'm winding down like i'm i just do the bare minimum a week and have i played anything else a little bit of persona here and there in my lunch breaks like i'll do an hour here an hour there um i, I usually save that for the weekends because i like to i like to play that in big chunks like rpgs but sometimes it is nice to sit down and just do like an hour of like social shit and persona it's chill and that's it for me. Uh, might check out Outriders tonight on on uh, the old uh, Twitch because it sounds like a, a ball. So start the download question here because I know because I was looking on HBO Max and they have the Alien Collection on HBO Max. So I know we're going to start that. We should start that soon. Did you watch John Wick? No, uh, I told George. I'm like, if I had only known, uh, he he's gonna kill me. Actually, I think I already told him. Uh, the there was like a drive-in like three nights in a row like all three movies like and they had like a pass where you could go see like all three at the drive <laughs> and they were pairing it with uh nobody that new movie with uh uh what's his name bob odenkirk from uh better call Saul. Yeah, Saul. Saul, Saul good man <laughs> yeah that looked pretty wild so not yet I promise i will on the list i I was on an action movie kick on vacation i looked to see if it it makes you feel better it doesn't you're gonna tell me you're on an action movie kick then you're not watching i tried i tried movie costa rica netflix i tried costa rican hulu costa rica prime it wasn't there because it's completely different um but i did watch the uh the second mission impossible trilogy so ghost protocol rogue nation and fallout i hadn't seen any of those and they were all fucking great man like good Ghost Protocol is my favorite. I don't know how people so, regard those, but th- that's my favorite. That's right I think there. it's in Ghost Protocol. You, you, I don't know if I shared that story with you guys. You know the scene where uh, 
Tom Cruise is running on the uh, on the rooftops. Uh, it's like any of those movies. Well, okay, he's right. running on the, he's running across the rooftops trying to catch something, and he jumps across a rooftop. Okay, one rooftop to another. I don't know if you, and then he lands on the. Pretty leg. sure that also happens in multiple and, movies. I think you're no, talking about Fallout. What you're about to say? Yeah, is he chasing it, after Henry Cavill? Because yes. like because Henry yes, Cavill. Think, uh, yes, 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 yeah. yes, 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 yes. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, yeah. so he lands on the ledge, right, and then he pulls himself up. If you slow it down just enough, you can see him limp. He broke his ankle. Landing on, like, if you slow it down, you could see him literally break his ankle on that in that clip. And he gets up, pulls himself up, and walks, con- continues to like limp across to end the and end the scene. Because like that guy's that guy's a fucking nut job with with, with yeah. the stunts that he does. Yeah, he, I think they're he just broke his ankle there. Like they're really really good. Like I I enjoyed it. I think they're like on par with like the Bond movies at this point. Like I think I like enjoy them more than the Bond. Movies. I do. They're more I fun. Like, they're more consistently I, fun. Like the last three anyway have been. I've always like, been an Ethan with Ethan Hunt. Yeah. fan or more than james bond any day of the week yeah but they're cool um i my favorite touch from that is still henry cavill's beard just inexplicably growing when he shoots the cuffs like he even talked about it on uh cox's arms conan yeah, yeah. where he's like whoo, whoo. I, I didn't <laughs> think that was his grows. finest moment i didn't think that movie was his finest nah, no he doesn't do a particularly great job playing the villain that's for sure but yeah. um, he is fun when he beats the shit out of people that yeah. that bathroom scene is awesome yeah, yeah. oh yeah but it, but it, it is good stuff, man. That soon, John Wick. I'm in the mood for I, what I was getting at. I was like, I tried. They didn't have it, so I was like, well, I've never seen like any of these, like you know, uh, four, five, and six for the Mission Impossible movie. So <sighs> that's like the next best thing. And I was like, all right, when I get back, John Wick, like I'm in the mood, like for because I was like, man, the action. I hope that genre never dies, especially like practical action movies, like cg action just doesn't do it for me the way that like watching people do fucking stunts and car chases and shit with like minimal cg does like it's just it's heart pounding you know it's really really cool to watch so adam have you seen the dude that recreates the john wick stuff with the nerf guns i don't think so I gotta i'm gonna that up. i'm gonna send that to you it is okay. the fucking greatest thing ever it is so good um damn you know speaking of action movies chris i just realized mortal kombat comes out next friday man it's gonna be driving up to jacksonville Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. So I think we have a, a happy hour with uh, one of the teams like right after work that we're doing like virtual happy hour, not like uh, literal happy hour. I'm and, not going to get there early. I don't think so. Yeah, but uh, it might be a fun thing to like, uh, you know, have, have some drinks and, and hang out and uh, and watch at some point. We're but, we're driving up like probably best case scenario, like midday. I think I'm going to take the day off, but I'm, I figure I'm probably heading out of here like best case two three ish you know okay. so i'll be there be by, by like, like eight eight nice. eight between eight and nine uh yeah. we can talk mortal kombat next week because i'm very excited to watch that movie the minute it oh, comes dude, out. Yeah. yeah it's gonna be bananas <laughs> yeah i'm driving up to oh you don't know adam I'm driving up to jacksonville chris's uh area to go watch we're gonna go watch the ufc fight um in person in front of a sellout crowd um fully vaccinated of course but yep <laughs> but um but yeah man should be fun can't wait looking forward to it man i just praying to the MMA gods and crossing my fingers that everyone stays healthy and no changes to that fight card. Cause it looks fucking awesome. Absolutely. And with that, I think that we're, we're, uh, that brings us to the end of the show. Sorry for the, the brief hiatus, but you know, we got to take vacations once in a while and, uh, and unwind and recharge. So, uh, we'll be back next week. Uh, and until then we appreciate you listening. <laughs>